1: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Marlon Wayans performed stand-up at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia on Saturday, January 22nd. We spoke about the keys to pandemic stand-up, as well as memories of White Chicks, The Sixth Man, and Requiem for a Dream. Marlon Wayans, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP. What's happening? Where does the show fall for you? Like, you know, when did you get back out there after this pandemic insanity? I guess that we're still kind of in. It never seems to end, but what, how is it going for you?
0: I guess I'm just a crazy guy. As soon as it happened, I was like, I gotta get out there and make people laugh. <laughs> I started going stir crazy in my house. I was just like, I gotta get out of here. I started actually, I started, um, I, was, I was like getting depressed because I was just sitting at home with all these jokes in my head and it was driving me crazy. So I was like, you know what? I got to get out there and start making people laugh so I could feel like myself again. And once I started doing that, I, I, hearing the laughs made me like heal. I had lost my mom and I, I was just sad. And once I heard, started hearing the laughs, you know, I felt like, okay, this is, this is my purpose. This is why I do this.
1: Sorry to hear about your mom. Definitely, man. That's but I do. We do. I'm sure getting out there and it's just sort of cathartic for you. And and like you're saying, making audiences feel better too and heal because it's been a it's been a hell of a two almost two years now. Um, but um,
0: so years have been like we literally been watching like hell. And it's like my dad told Witness, and these are the years he used to talk about. One day there's going to be all this destruction, and I'm like, wow. I don't know if he's a visionary. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's been saying that this is going to happen. I'm waiting for the six headed beast. But other than that, you know, I think to find your smile through the worst times really gives you a permanent smile. So
1: I'm, I'm just focused on that, man. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, we again, we all appreciate. We appreciate you bringing us all the laughs from all of it. Um. So, I mean, but spinning it into sort of the. I mean, you're doing a stand-up show. H- has it provided plenty of a material though? I mean, are you gonna dive into pandemic stuff, or, or you know, what other topics sort of might might we hear you discuss?
0: Um, I, jokes on me, man. Whatever's going on in my life, you know, I I don't I don't really do a lot of like political humor. I did that with Wokish and, you know, it, it, it was fun when Trump was out there, but Biden's kind of boring. So I, I just don't do a lot of political humor. or I just talk about me. At this point in my life, in my career, I find that my best comedy comes from my pain. So that's what I talk about. I just talk about my life. It's funny how many people actually um, understand what you're going through because they're going through similar things.
1: Absolutely. Well, you mentioned Woke-ish, uh, you know, the, the, for our listeners, if, if you can find it on, it was on Netflix in 2018. Was that, wasn't that, was that your first ever stand-up comedy special?
0: That was my first stand-up comedy special. My second was You Know What It Is, which is on um, HBO Max right now. And I'm currently about to work on my third
1: awesome well just memories of those two specials the the ish and then the and then the hbo max one you know how how, how exciting was it to, I mean we've seen you in you know sitcoms and all kind in movies but what was it like getting to you know be be the headliner first stand-up specials there
0: um it's fun man I just I, when you love something man you want to do it at the, at, the, at its highest level and uh, for me I'm just really enjoying being able to sit up there in the pocket, like a a quarterback being rushed by a blitz and just finding them laughs and giving them to them them open receivers, which is the audience, man. And you just make them laugh and make them feel good. And, you know, to me, comedy is like, to me, the the greatest drug. I need a drink to come down from the high.
1: (laughs) Speaking of drug, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh man, yeah, I'm still shaking. So thanks for terrifying us all with that one.
0: You got (laughs) to thank Darren Aronofsky. believe me he he scared me i don't even take aspirin anymore
1: (laughs) yeah seriously which which is hard during a pandemic you need some medicine but um well i know um last time you joined us a couple years ago and you know if if our listeners want to hop on in in the archives they can check out we we talk living color wayans brothers scary movie all that stuff but um i want to hit two things real quick that we didn't discuss last time why you make us cry in the sixth man? That is an underrated gem. I was balling. <laughs> that
0: wasn't my fault. That was um, Kadeem Hardison's fault. I mean, his nasty basketball skills made me cry too. So don't feel that. It's funny with that movie, you know, um, you never know what's going to be a, a classic, man. It's a, a classic. People love that movie, especially if you have a brother. You know what I mean? Everybody with a brother was like, man, Anton and, and Kenny, man, A&K all the way. And I'm just like, you know, it's funny because my brother turned the movie down. And, um, you know, I'm just glad I made it. I was able to make a classic.
1: Yeah, brother, sibling classic. Maybe that's why. I'm a twin myself. So, yeah, maybe when. That's
0: I, why you cried. You should know better than to watch that.
1: I should. I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> that's,
0: that's like if you've got a mom, don't watch the, the movie Mom. It's a right. sad movie.
1: You, you, a dad, it's Field of Dreams. I mean, you know, it, you just gotta know yeah, that your audience. do you. watch it.
0: You're <laughs> a freak for pain. Awesome. Well, you like crack. Don't watch Wheel.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you like to laugh, don't watch the stand-up special. No, please watch it. Please watch. Um, cool. And then uh, I guess before we gotta bow out, I know we got a hard out here, but um, white chicks. What do people still come up to you just, just c- quoting lines? I mean, that's that's one of the funniest things you ever did.
0: Man, everywhere I go, I can't even leave. Like if I go to Brazil, the whole country's like banquelas, banquelas, banquelas. <laughs> that one, we we just hit the note, man. Sometimes you get comedy and you get it right. That scary movie, we've been able to do a lot of great films, and we're just blessed. I mean, I think it's uh, you know, the way we tell jokes, we do it to make everybody laugh. You know, when I try trying to make people feel bad; we try to make them feel good. So, you know, it's great when everybody embraces it. And a good joke is you make us fun of a sect of people. And those people laughed the us. You know who love white chicks the most?
1: White chicks. I'm sure white chicks loved it.
0: <laughs> yes, they do.
1: Yeah, and there's a new Scream movie coming out. Do you think certain audiences now, you know, are going to interpret it differently? You know, it's almost hard to watch Scream without thinking it's a scary movie now.
0: Um, I I hope I hope it taps into a new audience, and then uh, guess what? Scary movie six.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's <baby. laughs> there. You go. You it, it writes itself. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate yeah, it. but where am I going to be? you are going to be at Hollywood Casino oh, yeah. at Charlestown races in West Virginia on January 22nd. At what time? 8 PM.
0: And where can they go to get tickets?
1: They can go to get tickets at Hollywood casino, charlestown.com. And there's, it's also on Ticketmaster. See, you you, right. you just, you just interview in yourself
0: at Land. Well, I'm just on Instagram. I'm just making sure we doing this, but right. we got to right, get go all ahead, the, go watch the six man. Go watch the six man and cry.
1: Thanks man. My guy. we also spoke in 2017 about his Netflix film, Naked, and his NBC sitcom, Marlin, as well as memories of In Living Color, The Wayans Brothers, and Scary Movie. We're here with Marlon Wayans. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. So I know we have two awesome things here to, to promote, but let's start with Naked, the uh, the new Netflix original movie. Explain to our listeners uh, what it's about.
2: Well, basically, it's about a guy who's uh, getting married. He's still prepared for the wedding. Um, like most men, and, uh, when he gets to the, uh, he goes out the night before, has some drinks, wakes up the next day, uh, the day of his wedding, butt naked in the elevator, has no idea how he got there. <laughs> and he's late for his wedding. When he gets to his wedding, if he don't have the right suit, the right vows, uh, the right, um, uh, the right ring he starts back over in the elevator and repeats the same hour over and over again until he gives his woman the proper wedding
1: it sounds like if you like the hangover you'll like the the beginning when you're waking up out naked in an elevator and if you like the groundhog day cycling through they'll they'll like that too that's awesome man yeah it's kind of like a
2: combination man but it's its own movie and it's standalone it's a really sweet story Um, A lot of these times when people try to redo a movie or redo a premise, it's too close to the premise. I think this one, what I love about it is it takes you to a way different place. Uh, The discovery and the exploration is different. The story is different. And it's a really sweet movie, but really funny. And I'm I'm excited for people to see it. It's on Netflix, so you can watch naked,
1: naked. (laughs) Do you advise that or no? Probably better a little clove. I
2: mean, it depends <laughs> on where you went. You know, you got a little date. You got your girlfriend over. You say, hey, come over.
1: That's awesome. There you go. There you go. There's your in, fellas. There you go. Use that yeah. line. Can't do that at the movies. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I know it's directed by Michael Titus. He directed it yeah. in Haunted House, Fifty Shades of Black, and then it co-stars Regina Hall, who, of course, you were in a scary movie with. So is it is it just sort of like you know working with old friends at this point?
2: I love working with old friends because we got a we got a good chemistry, man. And when you have a good chemistry with somebody we all grow together so it's it's, it's good to to watch us all advance and we all have a trust so you know mike knows as a performer i go crazy places so he knows get me on a wide angle so I don't have to explain to him uh, how I work. He just gets it.
1: And Regina, what's it like being back with her?
2: Oh, Regina's always awesome. I mean, she, she's really sweet in the movie. And, and uh, uh, it's, I think she did a great job as, as a leading actress in this movie. And uh, she really held down the romance and emotion. And, you know, and she's funny as well.
1: Since Regina came up with with Scary Movie. Although up-
2: she kissed Sean in a Scary Movie. And I think I still tasted him when I kissed her.
1: <laughs> it's still lingering it's lingering a little bit well speaking Very weird. speaking of, i mean that movie cracked me up i mean you guys basically you, you inherited the mantle that sort of what mel brooks had been doing for so many decades but scary movie was for for my generation that and don't be a menace um i'm gonna gut you like a fish like we still quote that thing so uh memories of that real quick did you guys just go see scream and you said wow th- this is ripe for the picking
2: um we saw we, we just see it was a bunch of movies. It wasn't a Scream or a Scream. I know what you did last summer. It was a bunch of slash movies that came out, and we was just like it, they all started feeling like the same movie with the same characters. And we just thought that yo, this could this could be fun. And so we just kind of we just did it. And uh, I'm glad we did. It was classic. And I'm glad I did parody. I quit now. I'm, I'm done with parody, and I'm just doing regular movies.
1: Okay, all right, all right. Well, that's it. I mean, you guys knocked it out of the park on so many of those parodies, so it's n- nice to see you switch back now. All right, NBC's Marlon. Um, so after they watch Naked Naked at home for the for Netflix, uh, start tuning in, I believe, starting Wednesday for NBC's Marlon. Uh, you play a bit of an immature dad, co-parenting with your ex. Uh, give us the premise of this one.
2: Yes, man. On August 16th at 9 and 9.30, you can watch Marlon. Uh, basically, it's... Uh, My life, inappropriate, divorced father that's just trying to keep his family together in the midst of a divorce. Uh, Just because your family's broken up, it doesn't mean they're over. Uh, It's like an aspirational show, and it's a different kind of TV dad with a different kind of TV family. Um, I hope people tune in, because it's it's really funny. And um, it's free, people. Watch it.
1: I mean, I know you're a dad, but you play a bit of a big kid.
2: Oh, yeah, but that's me in real life. As a father, I'm very embarrassing. (laughs) I'm super embarrassing. I go to graduations and... I start screaming, I told you she wasn't stupid. I know she was going to be somebody. <laughs>
1: That's so great. What's it, what's it been like uh, diving back into the TV world since, uh, like compared to working on Wayne's Brothers on the WB?
2: Man, uh, it's a great journey. I feel like I never left. But in that little uh, synapse I was gone, I learned so much. So my approach to the show is so different than Wayne's Brothers. When I was doing Wayne's Brothers, it was all about the joke. And now it goes, what's the story? And then I'm confident where the jokes will come from once we have a good story. So I, I think Wayne's Brothers is a fun show, and I loved it, and I thought we, we had some really great things we did. But I think this one's a, a more mature take, and, um, you know, it's just it's a, a great show on its own.
1: Absolutely. and but I mean, oh, it was
2: a very politically correct answer, so I don't get punched in my chest by my older brother. <laughs> they,
1: they'll they do that from time to time. I bet you guys keep each other in line, that's for sure. Well, I mean, you got yes. Keenan, Sean Damon, I mean, hilarious comedians there, and I'd just love to watch you guys grow, but um, before you go, we gotta get memories on In Living Color. I'd be remiss if I don't do that. Do you have a, a favorite character that you played on there?
2: Um, I think the one I played, the one I, I liked the most was this one character I did, Luther, which was the ugly man. He was basically <laughs> um Wanda's date and he was actually uglier than him and I loved that scene it was a, a really fun scene
1: absolutely and then uh for Damon is it homie the clown or do you ever have uh, a scene? Damon pick one man homie <laughs> I mean,
2: the clown Anton Blaine uh handyman the head detective Damon was just a monster on the show Keenan I would loved Frenchy and I loved Arsenio those two hurt me.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, In closing, I got to ask, arguably maybe my favorite movie of yours is not a comedy at all. Requiem for a Dream. Man, that will scare straight anybody. Tell me... They need
2: to make that a drug PSA. That movie's so horrific, it make you put weed down. Like, I need to get off this.
1: That is your DARE program or whatever those things are called. Seriously, just watch that thing. What was Darren Aronofsky's genius? Because there's some of those scenes where you're running and it, is the camera attached to you, like, up in your face? Like, that and the music, man, that sends shivers down my spine just thinking about that movie.
2: Well, um, I just think he's a brilliant director and I was very lucky to be a part of it, man. And uh, I'm glad my one dramatic uh, departure I did with him.
1: All right, everybody, it's uh, <laughs> Naked on Netflix and Marlon on NBC. Thank you so much. Marlon Wayans. Sorry. All right, guys.